0: I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at rainnetwork.com.
1: Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. My name is Emma, and I'll be your host today. Thailand's May 14th election winner is being denied the ability to form a government, creating government paralysis that delays economic recovery initiatives while risking reinvigoration of the mass protest movement of 2020-2021. Here with me today to discuss this is Nate Fischler, an Asia-Pacific analyst at RAIN. Welcome, Nate.
0: Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, So to start us off, uh, could you give us a brief rundown of the May 14th election?
0: yeah um sure so first of all this selection um was a was a snap election it was, it was called early on by the incumbent um government who of course were formerly uh, military coup leaders um they they overthrew the democratically elected government in 2014 um, rewrote a constitution in 2019 and became a civilian government then called early elections this year um and that was a little odd at the time, because their, their polling wasn't great, and they, they weren't very popular. So their, their outlook for, the, for winning the election wasn't good in the first place. Then the election came about, and um, surprising to, to many was the Move Forward Party, which is the most sort of progressive um, and, and radical political party in Thailand, because they want to do away with laws that criminalize, um, the monarchy, uh, criminalize criticism of the monarchy excuse me, um, they sort of had a, a surprise victory. Um, them and uh, the Pua Thai party, the other pro-democracy party basically swept the elections. So they had a very strong um, electoral mandate to then come in and form a government. However, the system in Thailand works so that there are two houses of the, of the legislature. One, the House of Representatives is elected. Um, the Senate, though, is unelected. They were, the senators were appointed by the military-backed government, and the two houses need to both vote together in order to elect a prime minister, and the Senate, being backed by the military, um, is not very keen on supporting the, the move forward party candidate, um, and therefore is doing what it can institutionally to prevent him from ascending to, to office.
1: If the Move Forward Party can't form a government, uh, what are its options?
0: Right. Um, well, it's looking, you know, day by day here. It's look, it's less and less likely that the Move Forward Party can can form a government. So, to your to your question, um, it's very unlikely at this point. Peter uh, Peter Limjaroenat uh, was defeated um, last week on July thirteenth um, in the first prime ministerial vote. They were supposed to have the second one on July nineteenth, but they voted not to not to hold the vote at all. Um, and then, um, Peta was suspended by the constitutional court as a lawmaker pending their verdict on a on a complaint brought against him. Um, about the unconstitutionality of his holding shares in a media company while running for office. So there are, and there's another legal challenge against his party, the Move Forward Party broadly. So you have two legal challenges. They're being stalled in the legislature. Um, So basically the chances that the Move Forward Party forms a government at this point are very, very slim. However, there are options, um, as you alluded to, Pua Thái, the other coalition partner, will most likely step forward to lead the coalition. Um, the military establishment and some, some moderate parties that are outside the military establishment can probably live with the Pua Thái party because they don't have such a radical view of reforming the laissez majeste laws. They will be able to form, maybe probably be able to form um, a coalition with some of these parties that had refused to work with the Move Forward party. So if if we're going to see um some version of the election results being reflected in the new government it will come from the puatai party um basically so i think that's the most likely um scenario going forward is puatai now the spotlight is on them to step forward and and lead um this sort of beleaguered pro-democracy movement
1: okay and will we see renewed social unrest because of this
0: Right. Um, so it, just a, touching a little bit on the, on the recent history, in 2020, uh, a very similar thing transpired with the Move Forward Party's uh, predecessor party, the Future Forward Party, named similarly. That party was banned um, on a technicality. Its candidates similarly disqualified. Um, and that sparked uh, major unrest and protests that lasted intermittently for, for months, uh, mostly in Bangkok, but all over the country. So the risk here is a repeat of that type of situation. And in 2020, the Move Forward Party had not won the election, but they did win the election this time. So this might suggest that there's more popular support for Move Forward Party, the Move Forward Party, and this might um, spur uh, re- renewed unrest. We're already seeing protests um, around some of the emblematic sites in Bangkok, the Democracy Monument, the National Assembly Building, the Constitutional Court Building. These protests thus far, have remained orderly the protest leaders are actively encouraging um activists to remain orderly to not set fires to clean up after themselves to not commit acts of violence or vandalism so there is some uh tension there um as the the protest movement is already reinvigorated but it's undertaking efforts to to restrain itself um, in order to avoid a, a hard crackdown by the authorities who are also prepared for this eventuality um they uh are, the police are on standby. The special operation have, had been announced um, to protect these these sites. Some buildings are um, off limits to protesters for the safety of the um, authorities. So yes, uh, there's definitely the possibility of renewed social unrest. The more brazen the military establishment gets in sort of suppressing the democratic outcome of the election, the more likely it is the protests intensify. So things are still in, in, in flux here, they're still fluid. Um, and we will see to what extent the, the, the military establishment really leans into the institutional controls it has to control uh, this outcome, or if some sort of compromises reached with the Pua Thai party, um, which would lessen the, the likelihood of uh, you know, mass social violent unrest. Um, so these are the things we're watching for going forward, and it's, it's very much a situation in flux.
1: Well, thanks for sharing these insights, Nate. I'm sure we'll kind of continue to follow this as it develops. You can learn how geopolitical events like this could affect your business with Rain Worldview. Our flagship risk intelligence products provide clients with access to the insights and analyses they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes. Sign up at rainnetwork.com. That's r-a-n-e network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thanks for listening.